It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Good morning, guys. It is Tuesday, and I'm glad you're here. You're why I'm here. Uh, it is the 25th day of October. I'm Janet Rose. Marco Galbraith sitting in Yay. today in the co-host seat. I'm so glad you're here. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're going to have a good day. Uh, your thought of the day for today goes like this. A year from now, you may wish you had started today. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. What is it that you should be starting today? Probably something. Uh, Mind Jam Trivia, here we go. Here's our text number, 434-248-0704. Today is a celebration of all things sour with National Sourest Day. One of our favorite sour candies was invented in the 1970s, but they had a different name. They were called Mars Men to capitalize on all things space-related. They were renamed in the 80s. They still have the same name and are certain to show up in some Halloween buckets this year. We want to know what candy are we talking about? 434-248-0704 is the number. Do you like sour stuff? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes? It, it depends, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. Right. Yeah. Um, my One of my bosses, I was working for another station and I was doing a remote. Yeah. And he came up and handed what looked like a throat lozenge. Right. And it was a warhead. Ugh. <laughs> I was like, have you ever had a warhead? Yeah, yeah. Shoot. And sometimes you look at that candy and your mouth starts watering. Right. Just because you know it's sour. Uh, wow. But the, the thing about it is if you're dealing with like saliva stones, yeah. stuff, stuff like that. Right. Works great. Right, For right. things like that. But by and large. No. Not going to be no. enjoying that. I Thank you very throat. much. I'm very confident in getting this right. Well, because you heard the answer. No, I didn't. I heard the question. I didn't hear the answer. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And if you were paying attention, after you asked the question when I was editing some stuff this morning, Mm -hmm. I yelled out the answer. Oh. Or what I think is the answer, because I think it's an underrated candy. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of people your age love sour candies, so not surprised. On this day in history, in 1975, Columbia Records releases the fourth solo studio album by American singer-songwriter Paul Simon, and this was the title of the album that he released. And we talked about some old times, and we drank ourselves some beers, still crazy after all these years, oh, still crazy after all such a great album. That's the theme song to this show. <laughs> it it's is. So crazy after all these yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, especially with the, the listeners and the host. That's I mean, right. It just That's covers right. everybody. We're just all nuts. But here's the thing. On that album, you also had My Little Town, uh, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover was yeah, on that, that one. Was a good song. That was a great, yeah. great album. Yeah. Uh, in 1978, Halloween, directed by John Carpenter, premiering uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in her film debut. It's released on this day. Halloween night. A small American town. 15 years ago. Yeah, Yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Michael? Yeah, I watched Halloween last night. Uh, Never seen it before. Yeah. I will tell you, it's much scarier if you just think about it and don't watch the movie. <laughs> well, and where you live on a foggy night, it's even more scarier. Yeah, well. You know, when you live out in the sticks, it's even more concerning. It's You know, especially if you were alone right. at night in the house alone. Oh, I would never, ever, no. ever watch a movie yeah. like that when I was yeah. alone. Right. No, <laughs> that would never happen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even watch suspenseful things <laughs> yeah. when I'm alone. Right. Uh, in 1980, Barbara Streisand's album Guilty goes number one for three weeks. Uh, that had Guilty and it had Woman in Love. And uh, the Bee Gees were very involved in the success of that album. See, I like Barbara Streisand a lot better when right. she's got Barry Gibbs singing with yeah, her. Yeah, that's a good song. That was a good song, and it uh, that that was probably one of her highest charting mm-hmm. albums that mm-hmm. she ever had. So, really good one. Now, uh, also in 1995, singer Cliff Richard receives his knighthood from Queen Elizabeth II. He was the very first rock star to be knighted. I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't know that. I thought it was like Paul McCartney. That's what I would think, yeah. Or or Elton John, but it wasn't. It was Cliff Richard. So. Yeah, I would have really thought it would have been yeah. McCartney or uh, or Elton John. But right. no, it's Sir Cliff Richard huh. to you. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. In 2021, Elon Musk makes a record $25 billion in one day. Unbelievable. <laughs> Pushing his estimated worth to $255.2 billion. Wow. Likely making him the richest person ever that according to Forbes magazine. I can't even fathom that. Yeah. It's, that's just amazing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's a lot of money. That is. Uh, birthdays today. we got quite a few birthdays. Katy Perry is having a birthday today. She is turning 38 years old today. There's a nice female anthem for you with Katy Perry. Uh, Also having a birthday today. This next one, not nearly as uh, fun. James uh, Carvel having a birthday today, turning 78 years old. If you've forgotten how charming James can Uh be, here's a little clip for you. And you know when stupid people vote, you know who they nominate? You. Other stupid people. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Isn't he charming? Yeah. 
He's just adorable. He looks like an alien. <laughs> Every time I see him, as a good guy. He looks like an alien. A little bit. Yeah. Got that going on. He does. Uh, also having a birthday today, Marion Ross, Mrs. C. Oh, wow. She's still with us. She's 94 years wow. old. Arthur. Hey, thanks, Mrs. C. Mom, you see, uh, you're not adopting him. <laughs> oh, I know that. Oh, yeah. I just got carried away. Well. Oh, Arthur, we will be proud to be your godparents. She's the one that everybody wanted to be their mom. She was probably my my favorite sitcom mom. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. If you had to pick a sitcom mom, who would you want your sitcom mom to probably be? Probably that or uh, or Mrs. Brady. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mrs. Brady was would be fun. Yeah, she would yeah. be fun, too. She always says you couldn't play ball in the house, though. That's right. So there is that. Yeah. Uh, then Nancy Cartwright having a birthday today. She's 65 years old, and she's still playing a 10-year-old. Uh, of course, she does a lot of the voices on The Simpsons, Bart Simpson mm-hmm. being the most popular one. But this clip that you're going to hear, she's doing all the voices. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. I have an announcement to make. I'm bored. Ha, ha. You think you're bored? What about all those poor suckers out there in the audience? Ah, yeah. They just keep praying that their category is next. Yeah, I mean, she just did. That's good. That's she talent. did so. He, and yeah. and she was doing them right after one, right after the other. So probably, arguably, one of the most successful voice over artists, female yeah. voiceover yeah. artists ever. Uh, and then we have Miss Shelley Wright having a birthday today. If you're a fan of 80s, 90s country, I'm sure you remember her. She's 52 years old. This is probably her biggest hit. That song probably wouldn't even be popular now. I was just going to say, you, yeah. they probably can't even, they're not probably even allowed to play that anymore. Right. No single white females yeah, no, allowed. can't say that. Or, well, you'd be replaced by a dude right, who right, identifies. Yeah. Single, I'm binary. a single, non-binary, right. cisgender. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that would be a big hit nowadays. It just doesn't roll off the tongue, though. No. Uh, all right. Our Mind Jam trivia. Here we go. It's a celebration of all things sour today. National Sourest Day. One of our favorite candies was invented in the 70s, had a different name. They were called Mars Men to capitalize on all things space related. They were renamed in the 80s and they're still popular today. Sure to show up in some Halloween buckets. We want to know what candy are we talking about? And we'll be back with the answer coming up here on the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. We are The Morning Jam. First, they're sour. Then they're sweet. Oh, thanks. Sour Patch Kids. Sour, sweet, gone. That's your answer. That to our uh, Mind Jam trivia, our celebration of all things sour today. And they started out being called Mars Men. That Hmm. that gave it away for me because I was thinking, like, what's the only candy that's, like, human-shaped in it? Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, but they don't look like, you know, Mars. They look like almost like little teddy bear things. or They do, yeah. Kind of kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, my kids love the sour stuff, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. But at least with Sour Patch Kids, you do get the sweet after the sour. So there right. is a little bit of that. They were actually uh, renamed in 1985. And they have a sour sugar coating on them. So, And they have great commercials which we enjoy. Mm. Several of you did get that one, right? Uh, Gizmo texted in and said, have you ever thought Stephen King may need to seek some mental health help? His books are pretty twisted. They are pretty twisted. I'd like to think he uses that as his therapy, though. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, I'm sure his paycheck is therapy also. <laughs> yes. We need to have Mighty John in again. He knows him quite well. Really? Mm -hmm. He's been featured in a couple of his books, too, which is kind of interesting. Well, speaking of uh, mental health, there has been another shooter. Interesting enough, this one not getting much coverage. wonder why. Well, I I mean, you say this is in St. Louis. It was a St. Louis school shooting. Right. His name is Deshaun Harris. Mm Mm-hmm. And apparently he has posted a lot of threats on social media, lots of photos with him with really big guns. Yeah. Now, how old is this guy? Uh, I think he just he's, graduated. This is police say the shooter. Uh, 20 years old is yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and he is a, a black male. Mm-hmm. And this story isn't hardly anywhere. No. Uh, they're saying the reason more people didn't die was because his gun jammed. Right. And that, that's why we have to know guns. E- even if you don't like guns, you should know guns because mm-hmm. if it jams, which most fortunate for us is most bad guys don't have decent guns. Right. So when they jam, that's the time to uh, to move uh, to move on that shooter. Right. Um, but he posted some, some crazy stuff on social media. When are we going to learn? Well, in the school, you know, the the threat assessment team failed with this because these all his social media posts uh, were talking. Here's one. It says, I be so down sometimes I be feel like everybody talk can't understand what I go through in life. I always been by myself left out and everything on my other people played like they don't know me. I always wanted to get to know y'all when I was in school, had them in the same grade as me been effed up all my life just can't let this s go Mm. so he's reaching out for friends and that's right that's where a lot of these active shooters come they feel like they're left out and they're bullied and bullied and bullied well he got tired of being left out and he lashed out yesterday well i remember watching a interview one time and this was a young man who had killed a little boy Mm -hmm. and i and I, i cried so much through the first part of it uh, my husband finally said, you have to turn that off. Right. Because my heart just broke yeah. for him. Yeah. And um, and he said, I I did it because I wanted, I was tired of hurting myself. Yeah. He wanted somebody else to hurt more than, than he did. Right. And it, it really is a heartbreaking thing that's not being, being addressed. Yeah. Uh, well, in other headlines, Oz and Fetterman are due to debate in Pennsylvania today. Oh, that's going to be good. It's wow. going to be interesting, isn't yeah. it? You know, don't you think he's going to have to tread a very fine line, though? Mm-hmm. Because if, if Oz isn't careful, he's going to look like a bully. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, they're really playing that victim card. Uh-huh. Oh, Dr. Oz doesn't want him to get better. And yeah. he's you know trying to keep me down and all that. So he's going to have to tread carefully. 
I think. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to watch. And he's a, a doctor, so surely he will. We're, we're going to hear some uh, sound from him in a little bit where he's kind of you're talking about. He talks less about his gaffes and that type thing mm-hmm. and more about what he has done yeah. uh, on his record, which is a smart thing right. to do. Right. Uh, one of the worst cases of human trafficking at the border, uh, that story has, has come out. Uh, and a new study shows media bias on the border crisis. Shocking. <laughs> I mean, do, 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 this just in. Wonder how long it took him to do that study. I don't know. I don't know. And you don't want to miss uh, coming up shortly before 8 o'clock this morning. We're going to be talking with uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin. He's going to be calling in this morning and uh, and talking to us about, you know, something that we are all concerned about, and that is the education system in Virginia. Uh, Dismal NAEP results is confirming an urgent need for us to take a look at the education in Virginia, Mm -hmm. because our kids are suffering. If we don't do something now, can you imagine what the backlash is going to be when they get into the workforce? No, I can't. Oh my goodness. And Again, going back to what seems to be a theme this morning, what does that do to them emotionally? Mm-hmm. Uh, how does that under undermine them in their in their growth, their mental health, that kind of thing? They've, they've got these poor kids have too many distractions nowadays. It, it's amazing if you look back from when when we went to school. Mm-hmm. It, the, the, you know, we had homework. That's and maybe sports, right? But that man and, getting, and a phone call. Yeah, exactly. Or, if you were lucky, yeah, you got to use the yeah. phone. But now they're getting bombarded with all kinds of drama. It's amazing. Right. That they create themselves or friends are are creating and that type thing. But then if they're not doing well in school, that's going to undermine how they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. Of course, they live on social media where everybody only shares their highlights and none of the real stuff that's going on most of the time. And they can't detach. You know, when, when I was in school... You go, if I wanted to date a girl or if I was interested in a girl, I write her a note. Sure. Hand it to her at right. the end of school and then run from her. And if you got, yeah. yeah. And if you got upset with somebody, um, you know, you had time to respond. You had a time That's to regroup. Right. You That's didn't right. just throw out a text there. Yeah. Now, look, my my father moved me out in an area that was so remote. Mm-hmm. Like, we were 45 minutes from anything. Yeah. The closest person for me to talk to was a cow and yeah. uh, we had one stop sign i mean there was mm-hmm. there was a lot of of time to reflect right where right. where i grew up so but i think kids need that downtime they they, do. these phones and these computer the electronic devices there's no disconnect Mm-mm. and we had disconnect and i think mentally we need to be disconnected from our friends once in a while i have to wonder if all that's gonna circle back around and and parents are just gonna say nope yeah Uh, it seems to be a lot of parents are coming together for the common good Mm -hmm. right now we did a story yesterday about how whether you were a republican or democrat or independent uh, when it came to your children and wokeism and the directions that the schools were going, that was something everybody could agree on. Right. Uh, now we are finding common ground with Muslims and Americans uh, who are uniting to fight uh, a politi- uh, politicization of schools. I saw that. Where yeah. I think it was, was it New York or Jersey where the, the Muslims and the Christians actually got together at a school board meeting and said, this that's is exactly a, this what's is, happening. This is enough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and that's good because and Minnesota is absolutely covered yes, up yes with uh, with Muslim community right right so well, very we, large presence we know that if Christians go to a school board meeting we're terrorists 
Sure. And we're extremists, but you throw the Muslims in with us, it's okay. We, well, we, you can do that. It, well, it's interesting. We'll mm-hmm. see if it's okay. Yeah. Because they're going against them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, when it comes to the woke politics, right. there's nobody they won't throw under the bus. If You're you right. don't agree, then you must pay. You're right. So, yeah, we'll definitely be, be talking uh, about that uh, a little bit later on because, um, yeah, it's kind of a mess. Biden was uh, wishing his vice president a happy birthday, bungled up her title doing that. <laughs> Couldn't even get that out. I don't even know. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> the best thing Biden did for Oz was go out and campaign for Fetterman. Oh my gosh! I would. Have, how many people are telling Biden just please stay away from my campaign? I, bless your heart. I know you're trying to help, but just please stay away. And then he just gets really upset if anybody says anything about yeah, that. Yeah, he gets really angry. Just give him an ice cream and he'll be fine. Well, we're going to be playing some some <laughs> uh, interviews a little bit later in some some <laughs> of his speech where he just seems absolutely clueless. He is. It's just crazy. He is. We got a text said, uh, I moved from Fort Lauderdale to Smith Mountain Lake in the late 60s. Had to go 15 miles for a soda. (laughs) Well, we did have Peggy Day's store. It wasn't quite 15 miles away. Right, right. But it was pretty far away. But but in Fort Lauderdale, you're going to spend that much time going to get that soda at stoplights. At least, it's, I mean, at least, true. at least up here it's country driving. There's no stop signs or stoplights. It's, yeah. it's just driving. Yeah. You know, I'd, rather, I'd that. rather do that than than sit in traffic. Well, speaking of slowing down this morning, you may need to slow down. There's quite a bit of yes, fog. I did coming in in the area, um, and Timberlake Road was terrible. Yeah. This morning, I mean, you couldn't even see the intersections. Hmm. Uh, Amherst was a little funky. There was a little bit. There at downtown around the the river, as there always is. Yeah. But you may definitely need to slow down if you're heading out early this morning. Allow yourself a little extra time and don't get in a hurry because the critters are roaming too. Oh, uh, yeah. We we also have um, we're going to talk about Leslie Jordan, uh, one of my favorite little comedians. I just thought he was so funny, and he passed away yesterday in a fatal car crash so uh, we'll have wdbj7 on the way with your local headlines for lynchburg roanoke and the south side and then we'll have your forecast as well it is milder this week but there is fog this morning thanks for joining us this morning on the morning jam it's time for your morning jam weather brought to you by wdbj7 Mild conditions continue for today. I'm meteorologist Christian Johansson. We'll see areas of patchy fog in the morning, mostly sunny through the day. Mild temperatures with our highs in the mid-70s. For tonight, we'll see increase in clouds, a few stray showers into the early morning hours on Wednesday with our lows around 50 degrees. We'll see more cloud coverage on Wednesday with decreasing clouds, highs in the lower 70s. And currently this morning, we have temperatures that are, are fairly mild, really 43 degrees in uh, Roanoke and in Salem, 50 degrees with a dense fog advisory in Lynchburg, 46 degrees and a fog advisory in Bedford and uh, 51 degrees and a dense fog advisory in Appomattox as well. Amherst is uh, having fog in low 50s uh, for that area. So just be extra careful as you head out this morning. Governor Glenn Youngkin, who is going to join us at 7.50 here on the Morning Jam, is calling the latest nation's report card a dismal one. Youngkin described the learning losses of Virginia 4th and 8th grade students in this year's national reading and math 
tests catastrophic. He said since 2017, fourth graders in Virginia suffered the largest declines in reading and math in the nation. For the first time in 30 years, Yunkin said, Virginia's fourth grade students have fallen below the national average in reading and are barely above the national average in math. The average scores of the Commonwealth's eighth graders also dropped with statistically significant declines in both reading and math. Virginia began participating in NAEP in 1990, and state NAEP assessments are administered every two years. The 21 administration was postponed to 2022. That was due to the pandemic. Uh, He is calling this another loud wake-up call for our nation's children, and we will hear from him directly uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. Yep. I like, uh, he also, Young can also restored uh, civil rights to 800 formerly incarcerated Virginians uh, ahead of the midterm elections. I think that's important to give them the opportunity to vote. I, I believe that if you're convicted, you go to jail, you serve your time, you get out, you start over. I, I believe in, in uh, and I have a lot of people that come to me and they've got their voting right, rights restored, but they want their firearms rights restored. And it's because they did something stupid 20 years ago. They did their But there's time. a difference in a violent felony. Yeah. And something Oh, yeah, absolutely. Stupid. Yeah. But I'm I'm all for voting rights being restored and, and and for some people I think they should have their firearms rights restored. You know, they they did something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um and they serve their time. They they're a different person I, now. I had I had a friend who got caught up in just a, a just a crazy it was a, like a financial thing. Yeah. And got caught up in that, and and it was you know, never did any you know uh, jail time or anything like right. that. Um, and they had lost they lost everything. Yeah, you do. And, and especially in a situation like that, you're like, what is happening? I know, I know. Here, so I I get that. Yeah, but he restored the rights. I'm I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. you do your time, and and you pay the you pay the penalty that that the judge puts on you, and you you should be able to start over again. Well, and let's be honest. People who have nefarious things in mind aren't looking to legally restore their exactly. gun ownership. Exactly. You know? They're going to carry one anyway. Exactly. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, man escaped from a mental health hospital early at around 1.40 on Monday, Virginia State Police said, uh, regarding information that they have in a criminal investigation. They're asking the community for information about Christopher Fegan. He's 32, and he escaped from Eastern State Hospital. He's also known to go by Michael Lee Malone or Christopher Fagey and is a white male. He has numerous tattoos on his arms. A skull with a woman's face is tattooed on his face. And he was oh, last goodness. seen wearing all gray sweatpants, a uh, shirt and a sweater. He's five foot nine, weighs about a buck thirty five. If anyone sees him, they're asked to immediately contact uh, Virginia State Police. Do, 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 I know, do, do, seriously. Do, do, do. This, I know. I just watched. I just watched Halloween. That's what happened to him. We should have played some. Michael theme. Myers. He escaped from. We got to read that story later and do some theme music as you're reading it. I'll. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a lot of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like that. I didn't know if it was Michael Myers or my dog, but he does that a lot in that movie. A lot. <laughs> And then did you, if you had to run out, did you make sure your car wouldn't start? You put the key in the ignition and the bad guy's chasing your car. Well, my thing with that movie, (laughs) sidebar, my lord. Uh um, My thing with that movie is the first one. None of them ever (laughs) turns the lights on. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm going to go in and look for my friend on Halloween night, but right. I'm going to leave all the lights out. Nobody's going to do that. Right. And I'm sorry, Jamie Lee Curtis. You can do better than a knitting needle and, and a coat hanger. Right. Or what's the Geico commercial where they run yeah, to that's the... Yeah, that's exactly what it reminds me. They run to the... Why don't we get in the running car? <laughs> what? Right. Are you crazy? Let's go let's to the hide, room. Let's behind these chainsaws. Yeah, let's go hide behind the chainsaws. It'll be safe. It was definitely one of those things. And then she's like, oh, now I'm safe. Let me drop the knife right beside him. Right, Yeah, right. it was, it was yeah. like they started all the cliches. Yeah. But I get distracted. Moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More than 500 voters in D.C. were mailed the incorrect ballots, election officials are saying. Oops. Mm. Uh, They're saying it was a very small number of voters were sent ballots with an incorrect advisory neighborhood commission district. They say the error had nothing to do with matching residents to their new electoral districts after the city completed its redistricting process about a month ago. They say the uh, will mail out new and corrected ballots to each of the voters affected. And uh, here's the thing. If you get your information, please double check it mm-hmm. and maybe triple check it mm-hmm. because chances are it's it's not going to be right. Yeah. I'm guessing. So I see where a thousand students were were. Uh called out of stafford high school the other day flu-like symptoms and they still don't know what's going on yeah. with that they had stomach um and they had respiratory they went in and they cleaned up everything yeah but they still don't know exactly what that is and of course we were talking yesterday on the show about the whole uh rsv that's very prevalent right now so right. people just need to really watch their watch their kids but a thousand students that's and- a lot it is. I'd like to know how many were in that, how many attended that high school. See, my high school was pretty small. Oh, it says so. 2,100. So, yeah. half. Half. Half the school. When I heard stomach issue, I thought, well, it was probably something in the cafeteria, the food. Well, but they've, then, they've reached out to the health department to yeah. try to, you know. But then when they said respiratory, I was thinking, ah, it's probably not food. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I don't know. Um, it seems like there's a whole lot of things that are going around now and people i think have just gotten out of the habit they were doing a lot better with keeping their hands clean and if they didn't feel well then they wouldn't go out and it's just not like that anymore i mean you see people all the time that are just roaming around the stores and coughing and carrying on Mm -hmm. so we really need to to try to be vigilant because while covid seems to be in the rearview mirror there's an awful lot of other stuff out there that are kind of yeah messing us up for sure we've got our uh five and dine on the way i had a message from a listener a a minute ago i was talking about the duke shortage which is i i will confess i panicked just a little bit uh with it so i've got listeners sending me you know there's two jars here there's a couple of jars there i went to fnl yesterday and they took care of me and i may or may not have spent far too much money on dukes and mayonnaise formula l yeah uh flour you know they're going to stop a lot of places are going to stop carrying regional products i was talking Mm. to todd ramsey yesterday yeah and so a lot of your products like dukes which is made in i think north carolina i know the formula l biscuit mix is made in north carolina uh the big box stores they're not going to carry regional products anymore what what do they say why i i don't know if it's um i don't know if it's a uh a biden thing (laughs) well i'm sure it's a biden thing only biden could take away my duke's mayonnaise right but 
it's supply chains. I don't know if it has to do with yeah. supply chains. I don't. I'm not really sure. That's weird. It's just. Yeah. But he just went to a show, and they were saying that that that's going to be happening mm. with a, a lot of of places. And I'm telling you, for a Southern cook, that makes things yeah a little bit difficult. Well, then they're, for sure. They're yeah. talking about diesel. Uh, we've got 25 days of diesel left, and we're going to be out. We had a lot of truck drivers listening. I'd love to hear what their thoughts are on that. Yeah, how are they going to keep? going yeah i'm hearing we're diesel and i drive a diesel truck and it's very concerning that in 25 days it may be out so i don't know oh, i don't think i knew you drove a, a diesel yeah oh, yikes yeah yeah I maybe, maybe how much does it cost should i ask to fill up your truck you know last week it jumped to five dollars and 65 cents and now it's down to 505 but from empty it's down to 505 i know That's you, you know never thought you'd hear. exactly, no exactly. Yeah. but it's it's right at 200 dollars to fill it up when it's empty wow that's crazy. Yep. Be a skateboard soon. Mm-hmm. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They are currently taking orders for company turkeys and hams. You can call 434 846 7448 and speak to Todd Ramsey directly, and he'll make sure that he gets that taken care of for you. Uh, They have lots of great sales. We're going to tell you about that coming up in a little bit. Uh, I've been in a soup kind of mood, and uh, and especially when it comes to like curries and things like that. If you're one of those that likes curry, or maybe you're somebody who wants to try curry, try this recipe. It's easy to make, and you get all those delicious, cozy flavors. As a matter of fact, it's called Cozy Curry Chicken Soup. Uh, it's made with just the most creamy curry sauce that you've ever had, and uh, it's easy to make. Uh, you're going to heat oil in a large stock pot. You're going to add in your onions and saute those for three minutes. Then you'll add in your carrots and your celery, saute those for about five minutes, and then you're going to put in your garlic and stir that occasionally. Then you're going to add a little bit of flour and make your roux, and then this is when the magic happens. You add in your chicken stock, your Yukon gold potatoes, your shredded chicken, your curry powder, your garam marsala powder, and then you're going to stir that to combine. And just let that simmer until the soup reaches that thickness that you're going to like. About 15 minutes is all it's going to take to get those potatoes tender. And uh, and then you're, you're really going to finish it off and dinner's going to be ready. At the end, you're going to stir in some peas. I like to use um, frozen you get that bright beautiful green color and then the coconut milk is added at the very end season it with salt and pepper and serve it warm you can uh, garnish it with uh by serving it with biscuits the uh the cheddar biscuits are really good with this particular uh, recipe if you like curry or if you want to give curry a try this could be the recipe that you're going to want to go for cozy curry chicken soup they have everything you need to make it at fnl market go check it out there on memorial avenue in lynchburg if you want to see this recipe go to facebook type in janet's five and dying you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by fnl where their meats are a cut above Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. Speaking about our truckers, good morning, guys. Hope you're rolling on and 
got full of diesel and yeah. everything's going to be that's, okay there. That's a good motivation song. Yeah, that's it does. A good, good the, song. The problem with that song is it makes me drive too fast. Mm, me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and then the the state troopers they just don't you know they don't understand. did that ever work for you when you were a police officer did they, they, did they say I was listening to Jerry Reed and I was just driving too fast did that... I, I had never heard that excuse but it, it probably would have worked because I could relate to that I, I may or may not have used that one right uh, once because because I do depending on what I'm listening to uh-huh. I'll drive yeah. too fast so yep. there's that so we were talking about uh, Doctor Oz now Doc Oz has. A debate in Pennsylvania with Fetterman mm. tonight. That's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, a lot of people are speaking up for Fetterman. Uh, no doubt about it. They just are blindly following this man who really seems to be struggling health-wise. Yeah, that's yeah. Un- that's unfortunate. You know, you look at Twitter, though, and there are a, a lot of people that support the left still. I don't get it. Are you looking at gas prices? Are you looking at grocery store prices, inflation, crime? But I mean, that's just—they're just blind. They are because they're believing what they hear on the mainstream media. Well, Doc Oz uh, talked about that last night with Tucker Carlson. Uh, Here's, uh, well, he's addressing that very subject Mm -hmm. for parts of Pennsylvania. Well, it's shocking when you hear Krasner speak there about a city he thinks he's protecting. But I've been in Philadelphia a lot during this campaign. I, I live in uh, in Philly. I went to school in West Philly. And if you actually talk to the people there, what they say is they don't want to be part of a white woke experiment, a social exactly. experiment where they're left with the consequences. And Fetterman, to your point, said that if he had a magic wand to do anything he wanted to, his goal would be to release murderers from life in prison. Mm. Now, Tucker, can you imagine having a magic wand to do anything you want? I mean, you could take care of inflation, although you don't need a magic wand for that. But there's lots of things you could do. But releasing murderers from life in prison without asking uh, the families what they think and oftentimes voting against the other members of the parole board, even other Democrats, is not aligned with the values of Pennsylvanians. Yet that's the position he has taken. So I will say Doc Oz is definitely addressing you know the issues and mm-hmm. the things that he's saying i do think it's going to be a, a tricky debate for him tonight because they're really trying to make oz look like a bully right and like oh he's just he doesn't want fetterman to get better and he calls himself a doctor but i mean they're really really going down mm-hmm. that path there was a uh some people were responding to fetterman's claim of let's let the murderers out and they were saying well if you look at Shawshank Redemption, oh my M- word. Morgan Freeman was such a, he killed somebody, but he was such a nice older man and he should have been let out. But we have to remember, first of all, that's Hollywood. It's a, that's movie. a, that's a movie. It's a character that is made right. to get you to feel sorry for them. And, and look, and, sometimes you you do feel, feel sorry for them. Right. We were talking off the air right. about... Uh, a young man who had killed he was 16 she was 14 uh-huh. he was highly bullied and and he had, was was triggered he went and killed her he was caught you know 25 years later and he was this hardened drug yeah. addicted uh he seemed very callous but you could see he was really a wounded person right and and do you feel sorry for them yes you do should he be allowed out and amongst the people no no, no. No, and we got to think about the victims too. They're they're living forever with without that loved one, and they probably remember that every day. So yeah, no, you can't let them out until they've served their time. 
from what the judge originally gave them. But it's it's just ridiculous to. And there were some people that were responding to that. If well, if they let the person that killed my loved one out, I'll be there waiting for him on the front steps of the of the jail, mm-hmm. and we will take care of it ourselves. So you're going to have that aspect of it. Yeah. But yeah, you, you just don't let people out of jail until they've served. Just the magic. And like Dr. Oz said, he's you got a magic wand. You can fix anything. You know, supposedly with a magic wand, you can fix anything in this country. How about curing cancer, diabetes, you know, medical issues? No, but he wants to let the, the bad guys out of jail. Bless his heart. It just seems to be a ridiculous premise to stand on. And what we're seeing across the board is... So many more of us have things in common than we are, mm-hmm. uh, than we have apart. Right. I mean, they're calling it the, you know, the kitchen table topics mm-hmm. that people are concerned about. They're concerned about where are they going to live? Right. They're concerned about how are they going to feed their families? Right. Are they going to have a job? Are they going to be able to put gas in their cars? I mean, these are things that uh, educating their children, mm-hmm. you know, forget about the, mm-hmm. the whole you know woke thing right but how our kids can't read and write and do arithmetic yeah and you're worried about what bathroom they're going to use yeah yeah i mean these are things that that people are are finally Mm -hmm. starting to come together or let's make parents felons if they go against their kid wanting to be transgender their six-year-old kid wants to be transgender and you tell them no so now as a parent you're a felon because you can't tell your kid that who thinks of this stuff? Well, uh, it's everywhere. Who though. are these people and where do they come from? I mean, it's, you know, where do they, where do they get the ideas that they come up with? I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the only thing as, as believers, right. You know, you have to, to believe that there is uh, a darker side at play. Right. Here and there is because they're not rational. Right. In their in their thinking, I mean, right. at, at least there was a time in this world to where you respected good people who made good choices. You're right. You're even right. Even if you didn't always agree with them, but we don't even have that. No. Anymore. Um, coming up in our next hour, uh, there's an Illinois candidate who is warning of anarchy over a justice reform bill. People are learning nothing right. about these things that have happened in other parts of the country. Right. Um, crime in Illinois could spiral out of control after a new law overhauling the state's criminal justice system goes into effect in January. The mayor of a Chicago suburb has. I mean, there are a few places that have more crime problems than mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he says, when I say this is the most dangerous law I've ever seen, you better believe it. Uh, Orlando Park Mayor uh, Kenneth Piku is running for Congress in Illinois 6th District and uh, says the Fairness and Equity Today Mm. Safety Act, isn't that clever? Yeah. Uh, Changes multiple parts of the justice system. With provisions like we've heard, we've heard these disasters before, ending cash bail, limiting how uh, flights determine whether defendants are flight risk, and allows defendants under electronic monitoring to leave home for forty eight hours before they can be charged with escape. <laughs> Why is this? How is this a good thing? So you've got forty eight hours to go out and kill somebody, get your drugs, right? Steal a gun, break and get into the a heck house, out of dodge, get back home before forty eight hours before you're caught. Or you could be, I mean, you can make a, put a great deal of distance between right, right. 
your your town but one in 48 hours one thing i saw as a cop for for the bond process is it's a cool down period for the victim's family mm-hmm. so it you're not only so by letting them out cashless bond you're kind of putting them back on the street where they could be attacked so we have to think about although they're the bad guy but the bond keeps them yeah, in jail. At least it's a cool play down. that card. Exactly. Right. It's a cool down period for everybody having a bond. And Well, and, it's an absurd uh, thing, and it's going to go into effect January 1. So can you imagine what the headlines are going to look like in Chicago then? Could you imagine if a loved one was killed and that person was cashless bond an hour later? You see them at the grocery store I think what buying we're, a six pack of beer. What we're going to see is we're going to see a huge increase in vigilanteism. Oh, you've got that right. That's coming. I mean, people it, have had enough. It's going to be like, you know, the wild, wild west. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what I think. And is maybe that's not a bad thing. Well, because we people commercial. are just done. Right. They are done. Enough. We're spent. Enough is enough. CBS News is coming up. Bill Trefair is on the way from the Roanoke News Desk. Thanks for joining us this morning. Don't forget, Governor Glenn Youngkin is going to join us next hour on the Morning Jam.